Hi, my name is Hugh Van Kolenberg. I'm the founding director of the Resilience Project. Uh, welcome to our podcast uh, called The Imperfects. You don't like the name. I can tell. No, no, no. I'm just trying to get used to it. That's all. Yeah. Cut to season 10. I'm just still trying to get used to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you're sitting there thinking, uh, what is the Resilience Project and who are you, uh, which is probably most of you, um, I might try and um, explain what the Resilience Project is. Um, in under 30 seconds. So um, it exists because of my little sister when she was 14 years old, she was diagnosed um, with a mental illness. And ever since that diagnosis, I've found myself fascinated with the question, what makes people happy? Eight years ago, I founded the Resilience Project. And since that point, I've been, um, well, my team has been traveling the country, uh, running programs in communities, uh, really presenting evidence-based strategies to help people to feel happier. And I've found myself being really hounded by people saying, um, where's your podcast? When are you going to have a podcast? And um, I've been reluctant to do one. And the reason for that really is just because I didn't really feel like I had a fresh idea or I had anything new to bring to an already, uh, to a landscape already littered with terrific podcasts. So um, that was until I met my co-host, um, someone who I'm proud to call a very good friend. And he is also, I think two-time, maybe three-time Logie award-winning. And I still can't believe I've managed to convince him to come on the podcast with me, but um, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Logie Award-winning, Ryan Shelton. <laughs> there are a lot of, thank you, Hugh, there's a lot of people who are listening to that intro going like, oh my God, there's so many people they would have preferred to hear at the end of that sentence, like, oh my God, Logie Award-winning? Who could this be? Oh, he's got Bert, Bert Newton. Newton. He's got Bert. <laughs> he's got Bert. What a get. No, it's just me. It's just me. But no, I'm I'm really honestly privileged to, to be here doing this with you, Hugh. I... From the moment I met you, I feel like I've really, uh, I just think what you do is just so incredible and just really you're changing lives, saving lives, and it's really admirable the work that you do. And I know you don't want me to say this and you don't, you don't like this sort of <laughs> Definitely not in the script. Um, it's not in the script. Um, um, but, but being able to have a, you know, potentially – play a small part in helping you do what you do is is why I'm I'm here um, doing this podcast and so I'm I'm really excited for the podcast and what's going to be coming up on it and the potential change that I can make with you well, <laughs> on your coattails <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very excited to have you along for the ride and thank you for the very kind words um, the do you have anything uh, nice to say about me or <laughs> Well, we'll get to that later. But yeah, like, that's all right. Have a think about it. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't know you were going to say nice things, so I've come unprepared. But you're you're very good at what you do. But um, well, it's not it's not usually something you give people a heads up on. Hey, heads up! I'm going to say some pretty good things about you. So <laughs> get ready to smile. Um. So we, so we should probably talk about where where, well, I suppose how we met and how this came about. But before we do that, I just I just want to um talk about why I, I mean I suppose we we've discussed this before but the rates of mental illness in this country right now are, are terrifying we have um, we have one in four adolescents with, with with a mental illness we have one in seven primary school kids with a mental illness we have uh, one in five adults um, with a mental well will experience mental illness throughout the year so mm. um, and I and I look I work in TV I work in comedy primarily and just even working in comedy it's I mean 
anyone who works in comedy or knows anyone that does knows that it is it's it's a it's a magnet for mm. for mental illness really there's just so many comedians i know so many performers writers I mean, really, it doesn't have to. You have to be a performer, but any like many, many people that I know suffer from it, struggle with it. It's it's big, and I think that's why I have such an interest in wanting to do this with you. Yeah, and I think also because of the rights. If it's not you who's struggling with mental ill health, you know someone, or you're really close to someone who's struggling with mental ill health. But this isn't necessarily just for people who are experiencing mental ill health. I mean, we can all do things to make us feel happier and to improve our well-being, and that's kind of what this is about. So, can, how, I, can I just ask actually, mental ill health, is that the correct terminology as opposed to mental illness? Uh, I've had two psychologists tell me that, have, okay. who have said, I had one, um, it was about three years ago, I was doing a talk up in, it was one of our shows up in, one of our one of my talks up in Brisbane and a psychologist said to me, I think it's less jarring to use mental ill health. Mental and I think right. people who are experiencing mental Ill, mental ill health appreciate that more. And I, from that day on, have called it mental ill health That's when good. there's lots of people Takeaway number one. There you go. <laughs> it's good to know. Okay, that's the end of the first episode. <laughs> wow, that's underwhelming. So I think it might be worth we just quickly touch on how we know each other and then how the idea for the podcast came around and then we'll talk about what people can expect in season one, yep. I think, basically. Yeah, well, we met uh, we met in a cafe. How many years ago would it It would be three. I, I looked it up on Instagram the other day. It was oh, four. four. Is it four years yeah. ago? Wow. Because I, <laughs> I posted a photo of us after after we met. Oh, yeah. So I'm a bit excited. But so it was four years ago, yeah. Four years ago. That's Hold unbelievable. On. Can we cut that out? Can we take that bit out? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We put well, there's that, my nice thing back to you. We put that as my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah, well, we were. I was just sitting in a cafe near where I live and you came up to me and just introduced yourself and you were lovely and said... I think I tried to be a bit cool than that. I came and sat next to you, which doesn't sound cool, but... It was, very, it was communal tables and I sat very, yeah. <laughs> pretty much right next to you. Yeah, that's all right, which is pretty normal at this cafe. Yeah, yeah, correct. So, you, yeah, you came up, introduced yourself and said that you, um, you know, you, you, you were, your name was Hugh and I was like, oh, cool, my name's Ryan and, and then you know, <laughs> we don't really have to explain how people introduce themselves but, uh, and then, but you were very nice and you said some very complimentary things about the work that, that I do uh, and the, the, the biggest thing that stuck out to me you know, every now and again, someone will come up to me and say something like that. It's not as regular as I would like, but um, but this day you came up and you said something really, really lovely, which was that when you looked at my videos on Instagram, they would make you feel good. They would make you happy. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's nice. But it was only when you told me what you did for a living and why it was so important that you needed to feel happy and needed to feel up or energized or not not down was when it really sort of touched me um, in a way no no one had ever said anything like that to me before where I, it really hit home. So you explained to me that you you know for a living you talk about mental ill health and you talk to schools and you talk to sports clubs and you help people understand uh, how to deal with or even preventative ways to get ahead of 
um, mental ill health. And I think probably around that time, it must have been when I started to get kind of interested in finding out more about that world and finding out more about what I can do to help people I know. And even like, even though I don't really luckily struggle from any severe mental ill health, um, I definitely get down like anyone does. And I have tough times and I have times where I struggle and I, I need to feel better and I don't know how to get out of it. So I've done my fair share of like research and, and at that time, I reckon was the time when I started to really get interested in it. And you saying that you would do this and that to, to watch my videos meant that you felt happy was like the most incredible thing, a most incredible compliment I've ever heard from, from anyone. And I, and I, and I kind of accepted that as like a really nice thing. And then, you know, went about, we said goodbye and sat, continued well, to sit next to each other from about <laughs> 10 centimeters apart. <laughs> yeah. So then, but then like, the, the reason that I kind of got in touch with you after like three years, two and a half years after we first met was because I had this sort of epiphany in my own life, which, 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 was, which was quite significant for me, from a, from, I guess from a career point of view. Um, and it was so significant that I felt like I need to talk to someone about this. I need to bounce this off someone that will understand and at the time, I wasn't seeing like a psychologist or any sort of therapist I'd never had before. And so, and the only, the first person I thought of was you because you were, you know, nice enough to come up and introduce yourself and you said that lovely thing. And so when I had my moment two and a half, three years later, I was like, I just, I had this just urge to- I just want to cut in here uh, very quickly. We when we listened back to this episode- uh, we realised at no point did I actually describe how this podcast came about. Um, and so we wanted to jump back into the studio very quickly and explain it. Um, Ryan is so busy, we couldn't get him in here. So I'm here to explain it by myself. One day we were having lunch. Ryan started telling me um, his real story. Like we'd sort of, I mean, it was really the story of a, a kid at school realised he wanted to be a comedian and a writer and um, all the way through to where he's at now as, as a really successful comedian and writer. But he sort of shared with me his struggles and, and one particular struggle that it was really powerful. It was actually pretty raw and a little bit emotional, but I was blown away by it. And I went home and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was, there's a couple of things I was thinking. The first one was I was thinking, oh my gosh, that was so good for me to hear that. It's a reminder that no one's life is perfect. I mean, having caught up with Ryan a lot and seeing all the success he's had and the amazing stuff he gets to do with his life. And then when he actually shared what his life was really like, um, it was a reminder that no one's life is perfect or no one has a perfect life. Um, but the second thing it did was it made me think, gee, I wish more people had heard that conversation. That actually made me remember that quite a few times when I'd shared stories to Ryan of people I've worked with one-on-one, -on -one, so often Ryan had said to me, gee, I wish more people had heard that. Um, that's, such a, that's such a helpful story for me to learn from. Um, and that's kind of when the idea for the podcast came about, really. I just sent Ryan a message. It was quite late, but here's my idea. We share the stories of um, interesting, successful, well-known people, and we get them to be vulnerable, to actually talk about what their life is really like. Um, it'll be good for them, but it'll be great for listeners as well, because social media in particular has created this landscape where we feel like we kind of have to be perfect all the time, and we're not. 
and it makes it really hard for us walking around trying to be perfect all the time. So Ryan said he loved the idea and over the coming months we discussed it and we worked on it and um, worked on the idea and in the end it's become this format where Ryan and I actually chat together and we discuss um, other people's journeys so we can all learn off them basically. Well, I mean, to be completely honest, like for me, it, um, it to, to me, I feel kind of, even though I'm really passionate about this, I feel kind of reluctant to do it in a weird way because it, it feels so different to anything that I really have done before. And so, yeah, so part of me just feels strange about doing it, mm. but I also really want to do it because I just think it's just that important if if we can get this right and if we can you know if we can take the best takeaways and like lift them out of the interviews and talk about them so people can listen to them and hopefully help their own life or help someone else that they know who might be struggling or need a little bit of advice or something like i know that's why i'm here like i want to i want to learn stuff from from you and from the things that happen within these interviews I'm just a listener who gets to kind of say things every now and again. Yeah. But I'm just hoping people can get as much out of it as I think they will because this is um, this is a really exciting thing. So the basic premise is um, I'll go away and speak to some interesting, well-known, successful people. Well, we know who they're going to be. Well, yeah, sorry, yes. Yeah, I make it sound like we're going to we get to decide. <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, wait, but the one thing we had before we approached people was we only wanted people who were willing to make themselves vulnerable and who are willing to tell their real story from the heart so that we can actually learn from it, um, mm-hmm. learn from them. So people you're going to be speaking to, Missy Higgins, yeah. um, one, of, one, of, one of Australia's most successful musicians. I would, uh, is that fair to say? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we spoke with uh, Jack Watts, Port Adelaide footballer, formerly a number one draft pick. Uh, we spoke with Georgie Gardner, the Today Show host, Erin Deering, who's a who's an um, extremely successful entrepreneur. And the final one for the season uh, will be Ryan Shelton. Well, that will be fascinating. Find <laughs> it though. Well, I mean, I, I'm a, I, I don't. I hope that I can. Um, I mean, it'll be a bit of a different one. I don't really know. I guess we'll just chat. Yeah, fancy that for a for a format. Your weird podcast? Is the world ready for an interview podcast? We'll find out. <laughs> Tune into episode whatever that'll be. Yeah. The podcast. Um, there is so much we can learn from people who are willing to talk about what they've been through and how they've navigated their way through the journey. So mm-hmm. um, very much looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to it. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for being here. That's okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, go to end music now. <laughs> yeah, definitely, quickly. <laughs> if this episode has triggered anything for you around mental health, we strongly recommend Lifeline on one three double one one four. The Imperfects is brought to you by The Resilience Project. Produced by Ryan Shelton, Hugh and Josh Van Kylenberg. A very, very special thank you also to No Mono for generously allowing us to use Keep On as the theme song for this podcast. Let